Welcome to Mishnah study. We have the Masechet Pe'awah starting Perek He. Over here in this in this uh, Perek and this Mishnah, we're going to speak about Leket. And speaking about Leket over here of grain, you know, a person's grain, they got mixed up with Leket, right? So now how does he separate the two? How does he differentiate and now separate his grain from with Leket? If he did it intentionally, if he did it unintentionally, that's what we're going to speak about in in this Mishnah. Gadish lalukatahtav. Kol nogeot ba'aretz harehen shel aniyim. Ruach shepizera et ha'omarim. Omdim ota kama leket hi reuya la'asot. Venoten aniyim. Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel omer. Noten aniyim niflah. So if you have a Gadish, you have a pile of, you know, a, a, a straw of, of um, everything, right? Just pile, a pile of of your uh, shibolim, right? Of your straw. What happened was you didn't take the liquid from underneath it. There were certain grains that fell underneath on your field, and you decided to just go ahead and put your pile of wheat right on top of that. So now there's on the bottom layer, there is going to be some liquid over there. So now we say, anything that's touching the ground belongs to the anim. Right, that's way more than the actual leket that there was. But over here, we're going to fine him. It's more of a punishment for not separating the leket, not you know cleaning the leket off the ground before he piled his own stockpile over there. And therefore, we're going to fine him. And now anything that's touching the ground belongs to the aniyim. Harambam um, goes even further in the Chibur, uh, in the Mishneh Torah, saying even if you went ahead and put a pile of you know wheat on top of uh, barley, right? Even so, you know, right? You, you know that the leket is a different mean. You know the leket's the barley, right? For example, over there, even so, anything that's touching the ground, even if it's wheat, we're going to have to give that to the uh, aniyim. Now, next case. Over here now, you had bundles, and wind came, and it just dispersed them, right? It scattered them out. And all of these grain now got mixed in with the leket. Now, this is not his fault. He didn't do this purposely. This is anus over here. So over here, in this case, omdinota, we estimate how much leket this uh, this field, right, that that, uh, that the omarim now, that these bundles just, you know, blew over, right? How much of this, how much leket would this field have provided for an ani? And how much is that, right? We say, estimate, estimate what it is. We give the aniyim nifla. Right, what's nifla? That's the set amount of what a person would plant in that area. Right, so this seems like a... And then Rambam ends off. Rather, we estimate how much the field would have been able to give. Right, so that really sums up this Mishnah, right? It depends whether it's intentional or not intentional. If it's intentional, he gets fined and he has to give the whole bottom layer, whatever's touching the ground. If it was a wind came and blew his, his bundles, then we estimate how much this field would be able to give. And Harambam ends up saying, Halakha is not like Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel. So that's the end of the Mishnah. Uh, I would point out over here, though, that in the Hibur, in the Mishneh Torah, so Harambam, when he's posek the halacha, 
when he speaks about the Haruah Shpizrat Ta'umarim, and he gets mixed in. So he says, Omdin etasadeh kamaleket hidu yalasot, minotena'anim, mipneshizeones. We estimate how much the field could, you know, would have provided of leket, and we give that to the anim because he was anus. And now he continues though. How much is this, you know, shiur, this estimation? Four kab of tibu'ah for every bet kor. It comes out to one over 180. Right? If you go through the whole uh, measurement, we'll go through it another time, but that's, it comes out to one over 180. It's about a little under than half a percent. A little more, sorry, a little more than half a percent. Um, the only thing over here, and the case of Mishneh points it out, is that when he gives this, this shiur, that's four kab for every bet kor, the Yerushalmi speaks about that shiur, that's Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel's opinion. So it seems like Harambam over here is, is, is being posseg like both. He's being posseg like Tanakama, where we estimate the field how much it is, and how much is that estimation, he actually gives the exact precise measurement that uh, Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel gave, at least the way Yerushalmi is understanding Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel, and it seems like from here, that Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel is not being cholek on Tanakama in Amishnah, rather he is explaining Tanakama. And that's, that's at least the way Harambam understands it in the Mishneh Torah. Seemingly he is Choserbo, right? Seemingly he retracted from his Perushan in, in, in the Mishnah, where in the Mishnah he clearly says that Halakha is not like Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel. So I just thought that would be interesting to point out. Just another little side note um, when it came to Noten Ani Mifla, Rambam says it's the it's the amount that a person plants in the field. Um, if you look at Bartinura over here, he's going to say it's the set amount that a person harvests. That's also just a slight little difference. Um, yeah, that's all for Amishnah.